In today's episode, we're talking about letting go of things that no longer serve you. Let's find out what they are and why it's so important. Let's find out. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession, or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Gul Khan, your money mindset expert. And today we're talking about letting go of things that no longer serve you. Well, these things could be anything. It could be people. It could be ideas. It could be beliefs. It could be habits. It even could be, uh, you know, even certain hobbies or certain, as to a certain extent. Okay, so let's let's break it down further and explain to you why this is so, so important. When I say things no longer serve you, I mean they no longer are helping you better yourself, to improve yourself, to to get to your goals, to achieve your goals, to manifest the kind of life you're, you're wanting or desiring to have. So this could be a number of things. And I think you need to be constantly um, assessing and reassessing your life to see where are you, where you want to go and how far you are and what's causing, what's causing the delay. And what's holding you up? And even if you're taking actions to get in towards the direction of your goal. So this is very, very important. Where do you want to be? Where do you want to go? And what's holding you from getting there? So this is this is something that I found was a major, major thing in my life that I let go of a lot of things that no longer serve me. I, I'm very focused on what goal it is that I want to achieve in any given time. So, for example, recently, my, my life goal was my son's 11 plus. He's just finished all his exams. He's, he's I think, giving the last couple of interviews in, in this coming week. And there we're done. We're done with with all those interviews and exams or whatever have you. And then we'll see which schools he gets into, and then we'll decide from there. But all my my life was all around that, and therefore I made that a priority. So because that was a priority, everything else took a backseat, including you know having going out with friends or um, having family over or anything else, because he had to let go. Okay, but but but. I because I'm so focused on my goal, I'm able to make those kind of decisions and focus on it. But at times you find we lose sight of what's important or we lose sight of, uh, you know, how something makes us feel. And we give, we think we're being patient. We think we're, we're you know, we're turning the cheek and we are ignoring it and maybe we shouldn't be. Now, this, especially when it comes to people, and I'm going to give the example here of someone in my life at the moment, and you probably guessed who who that is, you know, of of someone who is um, a constant pain at times in my life. And I've done cord cutting and I've done all blessing and forgiveness, and that's all good, actually. I don't really get pushed or triggered by anything that this individual does when it comes to me. Because I've seen it being done and all that, and therefore I'm no longer concerned about it. However, when it comes to my children, I have certain expectations of behavior and what a father should be. So when he falls short and falls far short of that normally, on a almost on a weekly basis, he only comes home. He only used to, he comes to see the kids once a week. And by the way, which I found out um, today was uh, he, he's been telling people that I only allow him to see kids once a week. I'm not like they're not like he's not allowed to come over the rest of the week, which is a complete falsity. That's not true. But anyway, um, but the thing is, 
I've been dealing with this individual for the longest time possible. And I, and every time I let go, think of not longer interacting with him or, or, uh, or having any kind of um, interaction with him, to, I think that that's probably the right word. The, the thing that comes to mind is, oh, my kids. And I'm always like the person in the middle because he does, he comes late. He doesn't turn up. He lets them down. Most recent one being when he planned a trip. Well, I planned it. He asked for it. So I planned the trip for him and the kids because he never takes the kids anywhere. So I, I, I planned a trip back in October for him to take his kids for a couple of days to the theme park, arranged at the Airbnb and arranged everything. And, um, the last minute, literally, two weeks before he didn't tell me he told my brother I think he was too afraid of how my, my reaction that he told them that he he was going to Pakistan and he wasn't able to take the kids so I had to take the kids to the theme park instead I had to cancel my plans and go and do that and this kind of behavior is very very normal to to for me to just drop my life and take pick up where he sort of lets the kids down and it's been happening for actually more frequently now uh, for quite some time. And I always let it go. And I'm trying to constantly build that relationship between him and his children, thinking the kids really, really need to have a, a healthy, positive image of the father and so forth. And I think recently his behavior has just really agitated me because I, not for my own self, but I just don't like how he treats his children, including giving them pocket money on a, on a weekly basis. He doesn't do that either. He the kids have to constantly ask him, and he still doesn't. Anyway, when I had all these excuses about why I couldn't let this person go and so forth, you know, and the guilt came up, it was actually my cousin, and bless her, she's so amazing, uh, wise beyond her her years. It said to me that you know, what's your biggest fear? And I, that's and this is the reason why I want to try sharing the story with you. When we don't let go of things, we're afraid of something. We have some fear behind it. And I found when I was talking to her, my biggest fear about not letting this individual go or having more stricter boundaries with him and having more, basically having very strict boundaries with him because I didn't, the, the boundaries were very loose, I think. And then they, they were a bit blurred at times because I would put up with so much rubbish and just say, okay, it doesn't matter. He at least is the kid's father and so forth. Um, and she said, because you keep, you know, letting him cross the boundaries and keep putting up with um, things we shouldn't really put up with, the intolerable things. You know, you have somehow allowed him to disrespect you. And multiple times, by the way, um, you know, if I was annoyed the fact that he was supposed to come at 12 and comes at 12, at 2.30, he actually got angry at me. You know, who the, who the hell am I to tell him what time he should come or shouldn't come? Uh, you know, so what? The kids are late for the lesson. So what? It's not a big deal. And that's not the end of the world kind of an attitude. So, um, you know, this idea that he can disrespect me just because he, you know, uh, even though uh, we're not long, we're no longer married, she said, "Well, how are you putting the boundaries, and how have you let go of him? You're still, you know, you're no longer married on paper, but you know, you're still emotionally married because you, you know, you have to put up with his rubbish." And that hit me really, really hard, and I felt so. I felt like a hypocrite at that point, you know, because I'm always constantly telling people, "Let go of things that no longer serve you," and to me, move beyond things. And Yes, that's true for me when it comes to habits, when it comes to friends, when it comes to other things. But this one individual has been the has been so horrible and so difficult for me to deal with over a number of years now. We've been separated, you know, and divorced now for six years. I'm still dealing with all sorts of rubbish because I can somehow felt guilty that if I didn't put up with this, the kids would lose out on their father. Well, him being a father is no longer my responsibility. He hasn't been for the last six years. 
yet I have, have somehow felt the need to self-sacrifice my dignity, my self-respect in order for the kids to have a father. And this is what I realized that I was no longer willing to do. So this idea of being the perfect mother and being all self-sacrificing, I had to let go of that. I didn't have to let go of this individual. I had to let go of the idea of the kind of mother I had to be in order to be a good mother and in order to be a good person. When I chose to stand up for myself, and I did this when, when I first let go of him back in 2016, you know, more recently, the lines were blurred because I was trying to be a good mother and trying to make him a good father, actually. And I realized I can't do that for him. You know, he has to choose to be a good dad or not. It's his autonomy. It's his personal, you know, decision and his willpower. I can't force him to do anything and nor should I be able to. You know, we are not able to control anybody else's willpower. We need to do what's right for us. At the same time, we have to listen and adhere and really pay attention to how other people behave towards us as well. They don't have to treat us with respect. I'm not saying anybody has to treat you with respect, but if they if they choose not to treat you with respect, then you should choose not to have them as part of your life. It doesn't matter what who or what they are. And this could be a family member, this could be a parent, this could be a child, and in my case, it's my children's father. So you have to make decisions for yourself that serve you. And if this relationship, this kind of relationship was no longer serving me, I couldn't. I was trying to put up with and it would, it would agitate me and it would, his behavior would really annoy me. And I really felt sad for my kids. You know, you see the children once a week and you he would come at 2.30 um, to, pick, to see the kids for a few hours and then that's it. That's not really um, fair. And I shouldn't have to put up with kind of that kind of, you know, scenario, that kind of rubbish. But the point was, I wasn't willing to face up to this because I felt if I ever agitate, you know, like rock the boat, kids will lose out on their dad. And I was trying my best to make sure the kids have a father. I hope you are enjoying today's episode. If you want to learn more about my mindset strategies and energy tools to help you change your money mindset, then please register for my Abundance Mindset Makeover Workshop by visiting www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com. See you inside the workshop. Only recently, while talking to my cousin, I realized I had to let go of this need to be the perfect mother because that no longer serves me. Me being a good mother or a great mother has served me up until now because it motivated me to be work hard for me to form a business, for me to you know show my children uh, what's what's possible for them, what they can create in their life. But in this situation, I am human and I have um, certain boundaries that I need to be you know I need people to respect, and I need to respect myself. And while he is disrespecting me, I am not respecting myself because I'm allowing him to disrespect me. And therefore, I have to draw certain boundaries. And this is what I've done recently. And I felt really guilty about it initially. And the first couple of days, I felt really guilty because I thought I was going to mess up my children. I was going to, you know, really mess in the heads. But I realized that that's not the case. I can give them a stable home. I can bring them up the best way I possibly can and give them all the love and nurturing that they need for myself and then let them make the decisions for, you know, whoever else wants to be part of the life or doesn't want to be part of it. But at the same time, I can't, I can't be responsible for someone else's behavior. That's what I decided. And therefore, I let go of the need to always be the good person, the better person, the, the person who sort of 
puts up with rubbish or you know sacrifices her own needs her own um uh, her own time self-respect in order for the kids to have a good relationship with their with their you know with the other parent and this has been so hard for me and it got me thinking about everything else that we put up with I mean, I'm very good when it comes to beliefs. I, I can't, I'm constantly reassessing beliefs. Okay, what belief do I hold which is no longer serving me? Let me re- let get of it. Let me let go of it. What kind of uh, people are no longer serving me? And this come and I do, I do take, I do take, I didn't itinerary regularly. I take itinerary off all everybody who's in my life and see who no longer is serving me. If they don't, that I just pull away from there. And at the same time, uh, you know, I do that for um, beliefs and ideas, and I do that for habits as well. So I have this idea that if I'm looking, if I get into habit, for example, I've got into habit at one point. I was drinking a lot of coke. Um, I used to do this a while ago, okay. And this, the, uh, when I, uh, I used to drink a lot of coke back in, I think when I was twenty something. And guess what? I stopped drinking coke. And when I stopped drinking coke, I oh, it's been God knows about twenty years now. Oh, less than 20 or something around that time. And I haven't drunk coke. I may drink every sip again every now and again, but it's no longer the kind of addiction that I had back in, you know, when I was 20 something. Another thing would be, uh, any other habit that I form. If I think something beca- that I become dependent on something, it becomes an addiction. I pull away from it. I don't like to be addicted to anything because I, when addictions doesn't serve you, if something is a, a healthy habit, that's great. But if it's not, if it becomes an addiction, it's no longer serving you. And that's what you need to pull away from. So you need to take a regular itinerary of your of your habits, of your thinking, of your thoughts, of your ideas, and especially people around you and see who serves you and who doesn't. Now, if it's friends and other people, it's easier to let go of. If it's family that you have a day-to-day interaction with, it's a bit more difficult to let go of them. But then that's where you put on strong boundaries. Now, in my case, I... He's not like, he's not family, but he's sort of, you know, in between this bit of a hybrid because he is family to my kids. But for the time being, I've given myself six months. Okay, six months, let's see his behavior, how he behaves and what he does and how he interacts with kids on his own. And then I'll come back and reassess this idea of he and I having absolutely zero contact at all. And uh, and then we'll say, then we'll take it from there. But you have to find a balance between what's right for you and what you think is right for everyone else. And as a parent, that's more difficult. I found it really difficult to work out. Okay, well, this is good for me, and this is not good. This is this is bad for them. You know, what do you find? How do we compromise? Find a compromise in the middle. Most of the times, my kids will always win. Okay, this is good for me. This is good for kids. Let's do what's good for kids. Always. Only now am I beginning to think, no, let's find a middle ground. What's good for them, what's good for me, and what's good for all, all of us combined together. Maybe it won't be the best thing for the kids. It won't be the best thing for me either, but be somewhere in the middle ground. And this is what we're doing at the moment in my personal life. And what I shared with you today is probably one of the most vulnerable and most personal episodes today. But it, I think it, I speak from the heart. I've spoken about a, part, a very personal element of mine in my life being a mother is is something that I hold in highest regard I see it as a privilege I see it as a responsibility given of two life forms given to me by device energy for for me to shape their minds and their ideas and these two young people who can go out and change the world and so I take this responsibility very very seriously and their mental well-being as well as emotional well-being is of the highest importance to me. Therefore, I do everything I possibly can. I've just come back from my, my son's birthday party and I try to do everything I can for them. So this idea that they will no longer, I will no longer be 
in any having any kind of contact with the father for for at least the next six months is a difficult one for me to have because I know this will have a detrimental impact on their relationship with the dad, if any, if you bother to do anything with them. Um, so, but it is a decision that I had to make and I had to make it for myself. Now, after listening to this episode, think about what decisions have you put off? What people, ideas, and, you know, situations are no longer serving you, but you're putting up with it just for the sake of it. Either because you don't want any contention, you don't want an argument, you don't want any... A, a controversy or because you feel obligated to to just put out with those certain things and a lot of the times that's with family members and uh, and also friends with people or people who've known for a long time give yourself a priority if you can take one thing away from this particular podcast episode and then do this make yourself a priority you matter your opinions matter your views matter and you matter and in order for you to become wealthy you have to be happy if things are no longer serving you, they're going to cause you to feel awkward and upset and give you toxicity in your energy. One of the things which really was shocking to me was when I said, as soon as I said hello, she said, my cousin asked, okay, well, so what happened this time? I'm like, well, how do you know something's happened? She goes, every time you speak to me and you know, and, and he's upset you, you always have this certain tone, tonality in your voice. As soon as you say hello, I know something happened. And I was like, really? She goes, yeah. And I found that surprising. And she goes, because this person's really, really toxic for you and you keep putting up with it because you think you need to be to be you know, to, in order to be a good mother. So I will need to think about this for today. You know, what things or situations are you putting up with because you feel obligated to for whatever reason? I mean, I had my kids as my, as my uh, reason, but what's yours? You know, or is it because you just you know, that's who you are, you're people pleaser and be and own that. If you are a people pleaser at the moment, then own the fact that you are a people pleaser and you have to change that. You have to take more control over yourself. You know, find out what's happening in your life that's not serving you because I promise you, if something or someone isn't serving us in, in the current situation, because of his behavior, I would be in negative vibration for a long time. I would I would expend so much energy cutting cords with this individual and sending him love and blessings because I didn't want to feel horrible towards him. That took out time and energy from my mind. But while I was annoyed and, and uh, upset with him, I was in negative vibration. So therefore, I was attracting negative things to myself. And this is the goddamn truth, right? So, and it, unfortunately, I wasn't really paying attention to that until my cousin really, you know, showed me in clear black and white what was going on. So if this person becomes so toxic and I'm in this toxic energy for a long period of time, what kind of abundance am I attracting to myself? Okay, money would maybe is one kind of abundance, but abundance, we, when you talk about abundance, I would need to have abundance in every area of your life, you know, being your happiness and joy and relationship and family and so forth, not just your bank account. So, and the, he was beginning to affect my bank account too. So, you know, what is it, what things are you dealing with? What things do you have in your life at the moment that are no longer serving you and are holding you back from achieving your true happiness, your true abundance? Think about that and let us know too. All right, so I hope you enjoyed today's episode. It's been, it's come from straight from the heart and it's something that is on my mind at the moment I'm dealing with at the moment. So I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you appreciate it. And I hope to see you in the next episode sharing another part of my life, part of my journey. And you can see me grow and I hope that you and I will grow together. Until the next time we meet, this is Girl Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now.
If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website www.gulkhan.com. And if you want to take part in our five-day abundance mindset makeover workshop, where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance, then please go to www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in the next workshop. And if you want to learn about the spiritual laws of money, then go and get my book, Laws of Money, from www.lawsofmoney.com. Until the next time we meet, this is Gul Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now.